Hey there, welcome back to the podcast of the Francis Asbury Society. I'm Josh Hallahan. We are on episode 67. Right off the bat, I want to apologize for our delay in getting a new episode out to you. Our team was away in Mexico for the Empower the Nations conference and just returned, and so that took all of our focus and energies. But we're back, and you'll be hearing more about the ETM conference in future episodes. This is episode 67, and Kelly Hallahan shares a wonderful devotion. Uh, we're calling this devotion the Whosoever, and I won't steal any of Kelly's thunder, but this is a wonderful word. We hope you enjoy. God bless. God, we just ask um, that you would continue to go before them, that you would uh, protect them on the roads, everyone who's traveling to the conference. We pray um, for provision. We pray for uh, protection. We ask God angels round about every vehicle who's traveling to the Empower the Nations conference, that they would be the unseen buffer between each vehicle and um, anything that they can't control. So God, would you keep the vehicles in good working order? Would you um, make the conversations on the way to the conference um, pleasant and fruitful and life-giving? And God, we pray that you would just have your way this week in uh, Mexico, that you would move, that your spirit would be free to do all that he longs to do, and that lives would be changed and generations would be impacted for eternity. Uh, So we bless the speakers, we bless um, the tech crew, we bless the everybody who's involved. And we ask, Father, for you to be glorified this week. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. All righty. Well, um, I have been camping out in Mark and it's interesting. Normally I have like a pretty regimented reading plan. Um, I've been doing um, the plans that Leroy Lindsay had put together uh, last year. I'm so thankful for him. But this year um, I just got a little nudge in my spirit in January that um, God wanted me to take my time and uh, to start in the New Testament. And so I've been going at a really, really leisurely pace. I started in Matthew in January and I'm in Mark. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just taking my time. And as I was reading this weekend, as I was thinking about what to share this morning, uh, the word that popped up over and over and over again was whoever. And so as I was thinking about that, our culture really wants, like everybody in our culture wants to be an influencer. They want to be a somebody. And God is looking for a whoever. Um, so in Mark chapter eight, starting at verse 34, it says, when he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, Jesus said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? 
Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father and with the holy angels. And then we get the story of Jesus transfigured on the mount. And the cloud came and overshadowed him and a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. In other gospels, it talks about in whom I am well pleased. And then moving into chapter nine, Jesus took a little child. This is 936. He took a little child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him up in his arms, he said to them, whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Now, John answered him saying, teachers, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name. And we forbade him because he does not follow us. But Jesus said, do not forbid him for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. He who is not against us is on our side for whoever gives you a cup of co- of water in my name because you belong to Christ assuredly i say to you he will by no means lose his reward but whoever causes one of these little ones to stumble it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea And then at the end of nine, it says everyone will be seasoned with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its flavor, how will you season it? Have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. And then down in the middle of 10, it says, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them for such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms and he laid his hands on them and blessed them. Now, none of these things is very remarkable. You will not get famous or go viral by losing your life or receiving little children or giving a cup of water to someone. And yet... These are the people that God is looking for. These are the types of people that are heaven famous. And it's very easy to um, maybe to get down on yourself or to think that maybe your influence isn't very big or that um, what you're doing doesn't really matter. Um, I think all of us can recall or are in seasons where you feel rather hidden. Um, and I just wanted to encourage us this morning that God doesn't see the way that we see and that, um, that whoever's really actually matter. (laughs) Um, as it was talking about denying yourself, um, whenever I read that, I try to hear deny your selfishness. <laughs> like it's those 
grabby pieces of myself that I'm to deny. I don't have to deny my love of cooking or my bent towards hospitality or my love of reading. I think sometimes we read that and we think we are supposed to deny who we are or our personhood. And I don't think that's what God's talking about here. I think he's inviting us to the way, which is to deny our selfish desires, to deny things that draw us away from him, deny instant gratification or, um, you know, going viral and popular, like deny those things are cross, like crucify those fleshly desires and follow him and be completely who we are with all of our history and all of our experience and all of our giftings and all of our passions. Like God made us the way he made us because he loves us and really likes what he's done with us <laughs> um, and needs us to play our individual role the role that no one else can play but us. Uh, no one can love your kids and your grandkids better than you. No one can do the things that you've been specifically called to do better than you. And so whoever desires to come after me. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. These are the principles and the characteristics of people, right? That God is looking for. Um, last week, I think it was last week. Might've been two weeks ago now. Um, Josh and I were helping out with the awakening project here in Wilmore. And um, I have a confession to make. Um, there was a, my role, I came up to the person and I was like, if there's anything we can do to help, just let us know. And they were like, great. Could you be a small group leader? I was like, sure. And can you be the snack lady? And I was like, sure. And then, you know, as the days went by and I was like missing the beginning of service because I was setting up the snacks, like there was a, there was a piece of me, the piece that I'm supposed to deny <laughs> that was like, oh, you're missing out. Because you're wiping tables. Or, oh, wouldn't it feel nice if you were with one of the ones on the stage? And God very kindly and very gently was like, wiping this table is worship. The leaders we actually want to follow are the ones who aren't concerned about who's getting the credit or who notices. Like, no one's going to notice that the table's clean. They would have noticed if it was dirty. They wouldn't have noticed that it was clean. Um, but he was just inviting me to wipe the table for him. And it felt like one of those moments where whoever gives a cup of cold water in my name, whoever wipes the table, because it's so tempting and our, our skin, our skin, our flesh, it really does like to be noticed and it likes to be needed and it likes to be applauded. And every time that we deny that desire, our heavenly influence grows. 
And so as I've been thinking and praying about my leadership of the student ministry here at FAS and my leadership in our family, um, I just am hearing like over and over, whoever, whoever, be a whoever. And um, the invitation that like the very best leaders, the leaders that we love to follow are always going lower. They're always trying to do the thing that nobody really wants to do or are willing to step in and do the thing. Um, and I was truly, really, I was challenged and encouraged. Um, and the other thing that I was thinking about during the Awakening Project that I want to offer to you is that this generation that God has um, invited us to serve and to minister to and to come alongside, uh, they are so hungry. They're so hungry and they really, really can't stand glossy people on stages. They are not looking for shiny people. They're looking for real people who can share their story, who can be honest about the places where they are still growing, who will show up and just be a safe, non-anxious presence in their lives. Um, one of the nights was really, really sweet. They were just, the whole evening was about experiencing the love of God. And at the end, they invited the older people, the, you know, the mature generation to stand along the edges of the walls. And the altar call that evening was if you have some kind of parent wound or just a gaping need for the love of God um, to really be embodied, to receive that love. He's like, go ask for a hug from one of these older men and women around the edges of the room, or go ask for a mother's blessing or a father's blessing over you. They're looking for spiritual mothers and fathers who will notice them, who will care, who will reach out, who will pray, who will encourage them. And the fun part was like, if you know anything about me, like, there's some moments when I just want to go over to campus and like stand there and be like, who needs a mom hug? <laughs> because like, I just really think that that's a, one of the things that is needed. And like, it was, it felt like God wrote the altar call and was like, Kel, I see you and your gift matters. And it's a whoever like we all have arms and we can all hug somebody. We can all pray. We can all ask how somebody's doing and really take the time to listen. Um, so I just want to encourage you today. Whoever receives one of these little children. So be on the lookout. Ask God to send you one or two, however many you can handle. Um, younger men and women that you can invest in. Um, and then live your actual real life in front of them. Because the stakes are pretty high. If you cause them to stumble, um, God is pretty harsh about people who cause these younger ones to stumble. And I think as a church, corporately 
in America, we're not doing a great job at protecting them. Um, a lot of them are leaving the church because they see the dissonance between what we say we believe over here and how we live over here. And then they're not making sense. They're not. It's just very dissonant. And that matters. So as we deny ourselves, and we take up our cross and we follow him. They see what a life surrendered to God looks like. And it's attractive. Uh, so that's really what I wanted to share this morning is I wanted to encourage us to be a whoever, not, a, not strive to be a somebody that God can use your specific gifts and your specific talents in this particular season to bless the generations that come behind us. Thank you, Kelly, for that excellent word. And thank you listeners for stopping by. As always, it's our prayer that these are an encouragement to you. And you can help us out by sharing these with friends and family, uh, subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to, leaving positive reviews. All of that helps get the word out more. We do pray that uh, God will bless you and use you as a whosoever uh, and whatever he calls you to do and that you will pour into those around you. As I mentioned in the beginning, we just returned from a wonderful conference in Mexico, the first ever Empower the Nations. It was a wonderful success, and we look forward to sharing testimonies and reports from that uh, soon on upcoming episodes of the podcast. Until then, take care, God bless, and we will see you next time.